Today we speak with Dr Jo Kosterich, a Perth GP who agrees that statins are overprescribed. So first of all, how many patients have come to you with concerns about statins after seeing the Catalyst program? Over the last couple of weeks, I'd say that I've seen a dozen or so. You sort of track a little bit of the numbers um, of people who are basically coming in and questioning uh, their need for statins. Um, I've also probably raised it with a few people, uh, particularly those of an older age group. And when you start asking about side effects, it's fascinating what you actually uh, find out. Have you taken any of these patients off statins since the program was screened? Um, there's a bit of a mix. Some people have come in and said they've stopped them. What's most interesting is virtually all of those people have reported saying they felt better. They said they had a little bit more energy. They said their muscles felt a bit better than what they did before. Um, I've probably stopped five or six in talking to them um, about risk and benefit in saying, look, you are in a primary prevention group. There are question marks as to whether taking this medication means that you're going to live any longer. Um, these are some of the possible side effects you, you may be experiencing. You really now have two choices. One is to continue with your medication and the other is to stop it. Pretty much all of those people are saying, look, if I don't have to take a tablet, I prefer not to. And I think this is the good thing about this whole debate, that it gives people a bit of a choice because it's not just as simple as take this tablet, it's good for you, if you don't, you'll die. It's, there is some benefit for certain people, but for other people that benefit may be small or non-existent, particularly when the quality of life is being reduced. I think it's important that people know all the facts and are able to make a decision about their health. So what then would you say would be the main reason for advising someone to stop taking their statins? From a patient point of view, I think the main issues are side effects and quality of life. And we're told that these drugs don't cause much by of side effects. But official figures say it can be as high as one in five. And given the numbers of people taking it, that's a fairly high number of people in total. And it's likely that that number underestimates because not all side effects are reported. And subtle side effects like low energy may only become apparent after you've stopped taking them because that's when people say, I feel better. I didn't necessarily think I felt bad before, but I notice a difference now that I've, uh, that I've stopped it. So that's probably the primary reason uh, from a patient point of view. I think from a medical point of view, we have to be able to say to people that the benefits of taking medications outweigh the risk and that we're doing you some good. In primary prevention, there have been studies now over the last three to five years that are not showing any impact on heart attack rate and more importantly on all-cause mortality by taking a statin. This is quite different to people with secondary prevention. And this is why the, the furor over this Catalyst program is quite interesting because they didn't actually present anything new. There was a major meta-analysis on the Cochrane collaboration, and I'd challenge anybody to say that these are fringe dwellers in the Cochrane collaboration, demonstrating that trials over 20 years on around 350,000 people did not show any benefit in primary prevention um, for use of a statin. Now, that sort of information is something people need to know when they're prescribed or recommended a medication. Do you think that any patients have been unnecessarily worried about statins by the program? Look, the short 
short answer to your question is I think no. I don't think patients are particularly worried. I think the people who are worried are uh, certain doctors, uh, perhaps uh, groups like the Heart Foundation and other figures in authority who seem to be very worried that their views are being questioned. Um, I'm yet to see any patient who's worried. Um, I think I'm seeing a lot of patients who are very interested that they're being uh, given information that they may not previously have had. Um, and I think they're very interested to find out the pluses and minuses of their medications and then make decisions. But worry is not a word I would describe with any of the patients that I've seen. So when you were deciding whether your patients needed to be taken off a statin, did you use an absolute risk calculator? Yeah, look, I think these absolute risk calculators, uh, with all due respect, are a bit like computer modelling that sort of brought us the GFC and um, crystal ball gazing. It's, it's determining a statistical risk. I think we can talk to people about their risk by asking them about whether they smoke, looking at their blood pressure, uh, their weight, their family history, and whether they're diabetic or pre-diabetic. Um, punching that into an algorithm that gives you a number, even if it's you say to people, look, you've got a 10% chance of having a heart attack in the next 20 years, uh, what does that actually mean to the individual? So it's really more about talking to the person about their, their actual risk rather than relying wholly and solely on a number. But separate to that, there is still no evidence, regardless of this, that in primary prevention, treating people with a statin is actually going to extend their life. And that's really the central point in all of this. Okay, so what if one of your patients who's stopped their statins goes on to experience a cardiovascular event? Um, look, people who are on statins can have cardiovascular events. People who are off statins can have cardiovascular events. Um, something like 35 to 40% of people who have a heart attack do not have any of the, if you like, established risk factors. So um, like I will say to people, if you take this medication, you may have a heart, you may have a heart attack. If you don't take it, you may have a heart attack. If you take it, you might not have a heart attack. If you don't take it, you might not have a heart attack. The point being that in primary prevention, we do not have, and this is after 20 years, um, evidence that shows that taking a statin reduces uh, all-cause mortality or significantly reduces uh, rates of heart attack. So, yes, it is possible that me or anybody may have a heart attack with or without use of a statin. And this is the sort of information that people need to know, that, um, yes, these are possibilities. What we really want to know is whether in taking a medication those probabilities are significantly altered. I suppose I'm always interested in, maybe not alternate because it has different connotations in medicine, but in different points of view. I think we always have to be questioning of conventional wisdom. Uh, and when things are presented as settled, then to me, that's always a problem. We always have to be questioning. And when you do start to question, you find answers, and you don't always find the answers that you're expecting. So the challenging of orthodoxy in medicine, I think, is how medicine advances, and that is something that I'm very passionate about. 